Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 56. Today we covered numbers 35 and 36. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Matt Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 56, Numbers chapters 35 and 36. The book of Numbers begins and ends with hope. From chapters 1 through 10, Israel is preparing to march toward the Promised Land, 13 months after their escape from Egypt. In the middle section of Numbers, we watch this generation fall into rebellion, lashing out against Moses and Aaron and the Lord, and longing for the perceived comfort of Egypt. This generation had to die before Israel would inherit what the Lord had in store for them. But since chapter 26, we've witnessed a second set of preparations unfold. Now, 40 years on, a new generation is following the leadership of Moses, Eleazar, and Joshua. The text returns now to settlement and inheritance concerns. Speaking to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, in other words, just across the river from Canaan, the Lord commands Israel to be ready to set aside cities and pasture land for the tribe of Levi. Remember that Levi will inherit no land, for the Lord is their portion and their inheritance. They are assigned to support the priests in administering ritual and sacrifice on Israel's behalf, as they have been restricted from enriching themselves at their brother's expense. So they are here protected from the poverty that their lack of inheritance could produce. The middle section today presents a series of statutes for handling murder. Six cities of refuge are to be established throughout Israelite territory to protect people from being falsely accused and avenged of murder. Notice that there is a distinction made between accidental killing and murder, that the congregation is responsible for protecting the manslayer from vengeance, and that time is reset by the death of the high priest. All of this is nested in the familiar refrain, You shall not defile the land in which you live, for I the Lord dwell in the midst of the people of Israel. The final chapter of Numbers circles back to Zelophehad's daughters and the question of inheritance and marriage. An important principle is laid out here that goes beyond the circumstances. Each tribe is to respect the property of the others, not competing with each other as their ancestors had in Jacob's house, but functioning as a single nation. Our verses for this week are Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven and 38. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Numbers 35 and 36. Now let's read it. Chapter 35. The Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, saying, Command the people of Israel to give to the Levites some of the inheritance of their possession as cities for them to dwell in, and you shall give to the Levites pasture lands around the cities. The cities shall be theirs to dwell in, and their pasture lands shall be for their cattle and for their livestock and for all their beasts. The pasture lands of the cities which you shall give to the Levites, shall reach from the wall of the city outward a thousand cubits all around. And you shall measure outside the city, on the east side two thousand cubits, and on the south side two thousand cubits, and on the west side two thousand cubits, and on the north side two thousand cubits, the city being in the middle. This shall belong to them as pasture land for their cities. The cities that you shall give to the Levites shall be the six cities of refuge, where you shall permit the manslayer to flee, and in addition to them you shall give the forty-two cities." 
All the cities that you give to the Levites shall be forty-eight with their pasture lands. And as for the cities that you shall give from the possession of the people of Israel, from the larger tribes you shall take many, and from the smaller tribes you shall take few. Each in proportion to the inheritance that it inherits shall give of its cities to the Levites. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall select cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the manslayer who kills any person without intent may flee there. The cities shall be for you a refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer may not die until he stands before the congregation for judgment. And the cities that you shall give shall be your six cities of refuge. You shall give three cities beyond the Jordan and three cities in the land of Canaan to be cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the people of Israel and for the stranger and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills any person without intent may flee there. But if he struck him down with an iron object so that he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. And if he struck him down with a stone tool that could cause death and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. Or if he struck him down with a wooden tool that could cause death and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. The avenger of blood shall himself put the murderer to death when he meets him. He shall put him to death. And if he pushed him out of hatred or hurled something at him, lying in wait so that he died, or in enmity struck him down with his hand so that he died, then he who struck the blow shall be put to death. He is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But if he pushed him suddenly without enmity, or hurled anything on him without lying in wait, or used a stone that could cause death, and without seeing him dropped it on him so that he died, though he was not his enemy and did not seek his harm, then the congregation shall judge between the manslayer and the avenger of blood in accordance with these rules. And the congregation shall rescue the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge, to which he has fled, and he shall live it in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer shall at any time go beyond the boundaries of his city of refuge to which he fled, and the avenger of blood finds him outside the boundaries of his city of refuge, and the avenger of blood kills the manslayer, he shall not be guilty of blood, for he must remain in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the manslayer may return to the land of his possession. And these things shall be for a statute and rule for you throughout your generations in all your dwelling places." If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses. No person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall accept no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall be put to death. And you shall accept no ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may return to dwell in the land before the death of the high priest. You shall not pollute the land in which you live, for blood pollutes the land, and no atonement can be made for the land for the blood that is shed on it, except by the blood of the one who shed it. You shall not defile the land in which you live, in the midst of which I dwell, for I the Lord dwell in the midst of the people of Israel. Chapter 36 The heads of the fathers' houses of the clan of the people of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, from the clans of the people of Joseph, came near and spoke before Moses and before the chiefs, the heads of the fathers' houses of the people of Israel. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the land for inheritance by lot to the people of Israel, and my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of Zelophadad, our brother, to his daughters. But if they are married to any of the sons of the other tribes of the people of Israel, then their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of our fathers and added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry. 
so it will be taken away from the lot of our inheritance. And when the jubilee of the people of Israel comes, then their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry, and their inheritance will be taken from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. And Moses commanded the people of Israel according to the word of the Lord, saying, The tribe of the people of Joseph is right. This is what the Lord commands concerning the daughters of Zelophehad. Let them marry whom they think best. Only they shall marry within the clan of the tribe of their father. The inheritance of the people of Israel shall not be transferred from one tribe to another. For every one of the people of Israel shall hold on to the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. And every daughter who possesses an inheritance in any tribe of the people of Israel shall be wife to one of the clan of the tribe of her father, so that every one of the people of Israel may possess the inheritance of his fathers. So no inheritance shall be transferred from one tribe to another, for each of the tribes of the people of Israel shall hold on to its own inheritance. The daughters of Zelophehad did as the Lord commanded Moses. For Mahlah, Terzah, Hoglah, Milcah, and Noah, the daughters of Zelophehad, were married to sons of the father's brothers. They were married into the clans of the people of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. And their inheritance remained in the tribe of their father's clan. These are the commandments and the rules that the Lord commanded through Moses to the people of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.